Hello, everyone, and welcome to Generative Spirits, Conversations with Catholic Sisters, a Catholic sister podcast that explores how members of Northeast Ohio congregations respond to the signs of the times in ways only sisters can. My name is Rachel Droder, and for this episode, I am joined by Emily Liptow, a member of the Generative Spirit community who has served as tech facilitator and community member and co-dreamer of what generative spirit could be today and in the future. I'm really excited for this episode because we are able to explore what it means to be young adults in a world of Catholic sisters, what unique connections we are able to access and have within these relationships, and what is coming next for us. Usually our podcast episodes were recorded on Zoom, and this time They are recorded in person at an audio recording studio located in our county library. And I hope you enjoy our episode today. I tend to get excited and speak louder and laugh more. (laughs) So while recording a podcast, absolutely because of that, it's helpful to have separate audio pieces because I just get loud. Different types of voices. Yeah. Younger and older people too, or like different tone. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder, is my voice... I don't feel like we have markedly different, like, high or low. I think we're pretty similar. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's try that. I want to make a list of things that you can check out from the library. You know? Yeah, that most people don't know Like instruments. Yeah. I think you can check out instruments. Movies and and stuff. Like, or Criterion. It's like Netflix, except better yes not criterion sorry um canopy yeah you can do that you can you can have computer time Mm -hmm. as the teenagers are Mm -hmm. showing us you can record an audio podcast you can apply for a passport (laughs) i registered a vote it's funny we can sometimes jump to like oh i need to buy something or i need to start this like private venture and you're like actually the library can do it like the library yeah like you can probably do whatever you're trying to do. You don't have to buy a thousand pieces of equipment. Right. You can probably find it at the library. At your local library. <laughs> Our sponsor today. <laughs> your local library. They are. Yeah. So we're in the library. We're recording we a podcast. But this is the first in-person podcast episode that I've ever recorded for Generative Spirits. Well, thank you for having me here. This feels really great. It feels good. It feels like there is um, a lot of opportunity for just like looking at each other. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I think when we started doing these podcast episodes, we started just on the phone Mm -hmm. and it was what it was. And then Zoom helped to like have us look at each other. So it felt like a conversation. But now Mm -hmm. we can just look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sit. And be together. And be together. So we're in the Garfield Heights Library. And Margaret told me about this feature and having an opportunity to utilize public resources 
it's great. It's great. We love the library. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Emily Liftow, and I'm really excited that you're here. And we've been working together for a bit now and known each other for, I think, several years at this point, right? I think we met last year. Did we really? No. The time During the pandemic. Been, yeah, time has been a little expansive. But I think we met in technically in May 2021. And a yeah. lot has happened. We have lots to talk about. <laughs> yeah, a lot has <laughs> happened. So to get started, um, I would love for you to introduce yourself, who you are, and really any part of your introduction that really looks at your work with sisters and how we came to be. Well, thank you for having me. This feels really fun and easy to be with you here. My name is Emily Lipto. I am an artist. I'm a dancer. I am a teacher, a spiritual nerd, a body nerd. I am a daughter and sister. I am a jack of many trades. I think that's the hardest question you'll ask me all day is, <laughs> who am I? So I've been working with the Ursuline Sisters of Cleveland this past year, supporting them with technology specifically. Yeah, it's been just a little over a year. Wow. Yeah. It seems like you have very much integrated into their community as a member and as a support, you know? Yeah, I definitely feel very welcomed and a part of their their team and their community. Mm. So before working with them, I had a friend who was, and I remember her talking and sharing, and, and she was like, I, yeah, I work with nuns. I help them with Zoom. And in my <laughs> mind, I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> and I don't know why exactly, but I think I know why. Um, I think there was just curiosity and at the time, I didn't know a lot about congregational life or um, religious women, but there was definitely a curiosity to get to know them. Hmm. And one thing led to another, and then there I was yeah, with an opportunity to, to work with sisters. And that also led to me working more directly with Rachel, hmm. um, supporting generative spirits also with some technology (laughs) (laughs) and it was kind of a niche position you know like someone like tech savvy and then working with sisters and at the time it was a lot of zoom Um, it's been nice the past year there's been more like on-site in-person support so we had a nice a transition time together and it felt like the perfect thing as I do have a technical background um, more than I necessarily need to, you know, it's more like basic user, like tech user things. With your work with the Ursulines, I feel like I was able to have your, your name um, and your skills in mind when we were looking for a tech facilitator for the ministry leadership program, Mm -hmm. part of generative spirit in the pandemic, when we had programs that were like completely online and you had, I think at that point you had already started working for the Ursulines Mm -hmm. and it was kind of this wonderful meeting because we had several community members in common all these webs that like existed before we even met totally uh, yeah uh mycelial roots mushrooming yeah 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 it was only a matter of time before we met each other and (laughs) it could have happened through a dozen different ways yeah yeah 
it's like wonderful to think about that. We are like constantly creating connections in order to meet each other. And we could utilize them without really knowing, but mm-hmm. we may not. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we did. Mm-hmm. And we're continuing these connections. You know, you were helping in kind of a tech way. Mm-hmm. We started like kind of spending time on the West side and it feels like beyond kind of professional life, finding connections that look like community outside of that has really, it's been very inspiring for me because as I look at who I am within not just professional spaces, but like faith-based spaces, mm-hmm. I'm able to find who I am in what layers of identity am I showing up in? Right. And I, get to like dream. I think that you are a person that is like a, a dreamer. I think another thing that really sparked my curiosity in working with sisters is just the inherent counterculturalness of, of a group of women choosing to live together, um, choosing a life, a vowed life, a life of commitment. And that that being really intriguing to me. And so thinking of, of community, I think both of one of our, a key overlap we have Mm -hmm. and something that we desire to create and cultivate within ourselves. Definitely this past year has been a lot of of learning of what that looks like. And it is a a multi-way highway. Yeah. Multi-way highway as far as learning from sisters. And I think them learning Mm -hmm. from us as well and from our relationships. Mm. Yeah. When I first entered generative spirit, there was a lot of, it had already been birthed. It had already started. Mm -hmm. And so I was entering into a space that was already living and had plans for itself. And I came into the ministry leadership program the first time entering into a space while learning the space. I was able to learn the mission of generative spirit and how young people or like youngish professionals can not just collaborate with sisters, but really find essential identity that is shared. One of those pieces being spirituality, one of those pieces being justice, and looking at systems that we exist in as women, as people that are in and out of faith communities. But I have really enjoyed generative spirit because of that, that like we can look at these two groups that are like seemingly... Mm-hmm. disconnected um, and have inspiring communities like nuns and nuns, this like kind of national organization to say that this is not just possible, but like really fruitful and like mm-hmm. really exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I met you and we started talking about this and you have this like natural curiosity about mm-hmm. sisters, but also about like spiritual teachers, this like natural connection in such a niche job. I have always felt that like no one in the world has the same job that I do. You know, mm. it's so niche and unique and I get to experience this in a way that is, that is really fruitful. And so now that you were working with the Ursulines, I was like, okay, so like I have this like other friend who has this like similar thirst for this. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was really comforting. And definitely. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've described you Rachel as, Oh, she's my fellow like nun loving friend. Yeah. <laughs> And it's been really affirming to know another young person that works with sisters, that is curious. Like when I do tell people that I work with sisters, 
depending on what their background is, what their experience is, for some, they really don't have any idea or they think about like sister act or like, you know, mm-hmm. more um, kind of caricatures or, you know, pop culture references to sisters or nuns. Um, and then there's people who maybe they had really great sisters who were teachers. So they think of that. And then there's some people who may have had you know, experiences growing up that were like less good. And so, so I'm cautious or I'm just aware when I'm sharing someone like, Oh, I work with Catholic sisters that depending on their background, that, will bring up a range of things or they might have no context. So all that to say that it's been really great to build community amongst ourselves and and also some of our fellow friends where there is, yeah, there is a curiosity and a desire to meet, meet ourselves here and meet, meet the sisters that we work with. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting that you say that because at first when I get, a mixed reaction from whoever I share with, mm-hmm. you know, about my work, depending on their history. I thought I was learning about who the sisters were when I was getting these reactions. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a not so great time with sisters as teachers. I had a great time with sisters as teachers. I've never had, you know, mm-hmm. I only have this kind of pop culture reference. And I thought I was learning about who sisters were from the reactions of others. But I feel like now I'm one learning about the people I'm asking, I'm Mm -hmm. learning about, you know, like their perceptions, their comfort with the church. And I feel like I'm learning about the history of the church. Mm -hmm. I don't think I really understood that when Mm -hmm. I was getting these reactions, I was like trying to decipher it. I think it wasn't until, you know, we had this gathering, this generative spirit gathering where we watched Rebel Hearts, that Mm -hmm. movie that came out and was at the film fest. I think this, Mm -hmm. this in the last couple of years Mm -hmm. that focused on one congregation in the midst of Vatican II and the changes around Vatican II Mm -hmm. and how I was able to put the context of kids that were in schools in the 50s and 60s that had nuns as teachers. And the movie really gave me the perspective of who the nuns were and Mm -hmm. the pressure that they were under and how new they were to not just their profession, but their vocation. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have also connected on like the history of, of sisters mm-hmm. and the changes that are inevitably happening now and will happen. But it's kind of this like personable history lesson that we can like see in real time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like a lot of the sisters that we work with right now lived through Vatican II and like so much has changed in their lifetimes in the church. Also the world in general has mm-hmm. changed a lot um, in their lives. And so that, to get that perspective from them is very cool and something that we miss out on when we are not an intergenerational community to get those personal stories. And yeah. question that I would like to ask you, and we kind of touched on this, what unique joys do you think are like available to us as young people that work with sisters? Like what we work in faith community and yeah, what do we have access to within those spaces that maybe others do not? I think one of the greatest joys of working with 
sisters has been the intergenerational aspect. You know, especially this past year, I have learned that from my work with sisters and some other more senior communities and work that I do. And that perspective that many of them have lived a lot of their lives. And I feel very grounded by that, by their presence and encouragement and their curiosity in me. Yeah, it's been a very like warm and encouraging place to be. Many of them have seen a lot of different things through their own lives or through the people that they work with in ministry, through supporting each other. Yeah, have a strong sense of their, you know, of their love practice, of their love of community and people and, and wanting people to live good lives. What joys have you found? Hmm. I'm able to have a different relationship with sisters than I had as a kid. You know, they are peers mm-hmm. and they are collaborators. And that has evolved from not just you being a teacher, but like there is a distinct separation that was unspoken just in the idea of, you know, a person of authority, a person who is older, a person who is, it seems like they were living a, a drastically different life than me. I was living in a family, like a kind of a nuclear ish family. I was living in like a home. We had our own, you know, the kind of the resources looked different. And not only did it seem like you were a teacher, but you were, yeah, just like the way we lived our lives was, was very different. And I, I wrote that relationship off to be that. Mm. But I think in this work, I'm able to see the humanity of sisters, see the, like reveal how much we are both human and flawed in the same ways. And I'm able to have conversations in the middle of like work, logistical planning conversations about where we are in the world, mm-hmm. you know, who we are in the world. And I feel like I can have those conversations with you. We can kind of like dip into work or dip into kind of like personal community, spirituality, exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like that can happen with sisters as well. And that feels mm-hmm. like a treasured thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, another joy has been being in a spiritual space and for me getting a very different perspective of church of Christianity and what I have felt openness I have felt encouraged so things I've learned from the sisters that have been joyful um, is their pace of things and Mm -hmm. and just you know prayers and is something that is included in in their gatherings or in setting intentions and prayers being held in that kind of space has felt really good it's been affirming to how I want to host my own gatherings or when I think about pace and working with senior population too we can slow down a little bit or like, you know, there's just a little bit of perspective of like, you know, it's okay. Like this, <laughs> this didn't work out as we planned, you know, we can adjust. It can be a little different like priorities. And I learned that and have enjoyed that with, with working with sisters. Yeah. So to kind of conclude our very short time together, it seems what's next for you when it comes to work with sisters. Yeah. I think sometimes like we don't totally know what's coming next. <laughs> But what's happening now, well, Rachel shared with me nuns and nuns. And have you talked about that on the podcast? We've, we've mentioned it, but I don't think we've gone okay. into further detail. Well, but, yeah. To give a little boilerplate of nuns and nuns. Um, but it's a grassroots 
community of Catholic sisters and young people. It sounds like an inspirational or mutually inspirational for the generative spirits community. Mm-hmm. And it's since be grown into more of a national, still very grassroots, still kind of a you know, decentralized group of folks. Um, but there are what it seems like hubs or, or meetings of sisters and the nuns. So, and I think it's, it's been a pretty non-denominational or um, pluralistic spiritual space, very intentional around, I think, non-hierarchical, justice-oriented, open, um, welcoming, LGBTQ-affirming, and really honoring, you know, where more of the millennial folks are coming from and sisters and that there's something that can be quite magical and really powerful of bringing people together, um, what we can teach each other. Mm. Yeah. So obviously Rachel and I are like, <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> and it's been, it's, yeah, it's felt like it's been an invitation to invite and connect sisters outside of just our formal working relationship. And it also, for me, it's been a really cool bridge. So I'm a yoga teacher. I've done some of my own exploration around Buddhism and and Hinduism and practices of yoga and also with movement and meditation and, and have a lot of community in those spaces. I think as... And even being raised Catholic, but having stepped away from that and then, you know, more yoga has been more of my path into spirituality. And then nuns and nuns feels like this opportunity to, I don't have to shun parts of Catholicism that weren't working for me. That doesn't have to be totally off the table. There can be space for all of it. And also in, in you know my experience with a lot of the sisters that I work with, many of them have felt really passionate about helping people connect to their spirituality and like their individual. Yes. Yeah. yeah it hasn't felt evangelizing. And that feels really key too. It's like a lot of, I think our mutual friends in the number of contexts have felt like excluded you know, pushed out or just not felt like it was the right community for them, mm-hmm. that kind of Catholic space. Yeah, I mean, globally, like, right, that's been, like, nationally, globally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but people are still seeking spiritual connection, whether they know it or not. And that's been really powerful um, to connect with sisters. They've had their own experience where they can be like, you know, I have been in parts of the places that you've been, or there's definitely something that we can learn from each other or some language that we can kind of develop and that can feel familiar with ourselves. Yeah. Nuns and nuns, it feels like a really great container for that. And, mm. and we're kind of, we're really just getting started. Um, it feels like a place for nourishing community mm. and we'll see where it goes. That kind of intentional community where people are opting in, for similar reasons and they're on, you know, a similar path and have a similar goal to continue that connection in a way that feels non-judgmental and joyful. feels really good. Thank you for this time. Thanks for being here and being in a physical recording space. Thank you so much, Rachel. This has been fun and I hope we do it again. 
This episode was made possible by generous funding from the Sisters of Charity Foundation of Cleveland. We want to thank our sound editor, Angie Hayes, and our music composer, Matthew Dolan, for their work on this episode. We look forward to our next episode, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and generativespirit.org slash podcast. <laughs>